This is the Centurion Men Show with Alex and Adam. But like, put your ego aside. Don't don't just look at the people around you and go, well, are these people raising or lowering my average? Yeah. Turn that mirror back on yourself and go, am I raising or lowering their average? Almost equally important is mental strength. So being able to uh, learn new things and grow as an individual makes you very valuable within a tribe. So if you're tired of all the bullshit surrounding masculinity, Join us as we help each other be the men we were meant to be. To win at life, love, and everything in between. The secret for harvesting from existence the greatest fruitfulness and the greatest enjoyment is to live dangerously. Centurion Men is brought to you by Patriot Supplements. Yeah, you know, Patriot Supplements is a great supplement store. I actually go and get all my supplements from them. Uh, every month, you know, hundreds of dollars. Well, hopefully not hundreds of dollars. I haven't really tracked it, but it's a lot. <laughs> I know you use a lot of supplements from there too. Absolutely. Right? Um, and they're great. No pixie dust, no filler shit, just high quality supplements. So make sure you head on over to patriotsupplements.com and use coupon code Centurion, that's C-E-N-T-U-R-I-O-N for a 10% discount off your purchase. Welcome to the Centurion Man Show with Alex and Adam. I'm your host, Adam. You can follow me on Instagram at Adam Centurion. And I'm Alex. I'm your host. You can follow me at, at Alex the Centurion on Instagram. Can never get that right. You know, no. Nope. Like, what's, what's my handle? I can never remember. It's like Alex the <laughs> something or other. I don't know. <laughs> It was the one I didn't, I didn't want that one. So I just had to go with it, but it's all good. (laughs) All right, guys. Today we got a great topic for you. Uh, We're going to be talking about one of our favorite things, uh, fitness. 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 Fitness whole pizza in my mouth. (laughs) That's really what I'm all about. That's the reason I do fitness is so I can eat pizza. Yeah. That's the the only reason everybody does it. Yep. I keep telling myself it's because I want a six-pack one day, but let's be real. Like, that's not going to happen because pizza's delicious. <laughs> yes, it is. Like, I saw uh, Matt Frazier, who's, like, the CrossFit Games god, right? Like, he's won the past three. He's going to kill it again this year. Uh-huh. Nobody will beat him. And he was, he was answering questions on Instagram. And uh, somebody asked him, like, a question like, oh, you know, what do you what do you do to... Um, or what's more important to you, like, you know, having abs or being able to eat what you want? <laughs> and he literally said, you know, abs are great, but have you had cheesecake? <laughs> so true. Right? Like, yep. oh man, food's good. Abs are great, but food is better. Food is delicious. Makes it all worth it. So fitness. Uh, this is something that's important to us here at Centurion Man. Uh, the reason is that one of our core values is strength. And with strength... You know, it encompasses the fitness aspect of things, but, uh, you know, it also encompasses for us, you know, the mental strength and developing your, your smarts, um, Mm -hmm. and working on your, your mental strength. But, you know, a big part of that is the fitness aspect of it. Yeah. I think it's really important to, uh, it's a good place for everybody to start. I think is your physical strength. It's, uh, it's a good starting point and that's something everybody has control over. Yeah. Um, you know, I think 
with one of the reasons we it's our first core value is that it really provides a a base for you as a man, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to do anything really fucking awesome in life as a man, you're gonna have a lot harder time if you're not physically fit. Absolutely. I mean, an example of that is last summer you asked me to climb Mount Adams with you, and if I didn't have a decent base of fitness, there's no way I would have got up that mountain. Right. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that was a task. That was something that was a a, a huge undertaking, um, and not even huge in, in the level of, in the world of mountaineering, but huge for normal people, right? Sure. Like, normal people don't go climb <laughs> glaciated volcanoes. Nope. So having that base of fitness enabled you to be able to really tackle that without a whole lot of preparation, yep, right? Absolutely. And it's important to note, too, I think when we talk about fitness, that there's a lot of different types of fitness. Mm-hmm. Not everybody um, is a bodybuilder fit. Not everybody is a CrossFit fit. Not everybody's a marathon fit. Like, fuck, I don't want to run a marathon ever. Yeah, I ran a half marathon once, and I will never run a marathon or a half marathon again. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> Except we are uh, we are going to be running in oh, yeah. uh, Spokane's Bloomsday Run, which is like 7.2 miles or something like that. Is that how long it is? Yeah. I thought it was only three. Damn it. No. <laughs> no, dude. It's, it's a 12K. Okay. So, uh, well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to suck. Yep. Um, but, you know, we're doing that because one, uh, one of our Centurion Club guys basically called us out and challenged us. That's a, one of the beautiful things about this club is you can challenge guys to get out of their comfort zone and do things that they normally wouldn't do. Right, like definitely. And for me, running is way, way, way outside of my comfort zone. I mean, I'll do Big it. Big time. Yep. But I won't like it. No, I'm right there with you. I don't know why. it's. I'll, I'll run sprints before I want to do any long-distance stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Just the, the thought of going out on the road and running for an hour or more at a time just hurts why? my brain. <laughs> why, why do people <laughs> like that? But if you do like that, more power to you, you know? Yeah, because, you know, here's the thing, you know, when we get into talking about men and, and and tribes and gangs and groups of men, like, you need all different types of guys in your, your tribe. Um, you need guys who are strong, who are just big and strong, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes there's heavy shit that needs to get picked up and moved, mm-hmm. or there's people who need their skulls bashed in. <laughs> right. But, you know, you also need guys who are fast or agile or can run for really long distances for whatever reason you might need that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, having all those types of fitness, uh, it, it really brings value to your tribe. And, you know, I think in general, fitness really, for us at Centurion, it really just is about being whatever the, the best physical version of you is that, that you can accomplish. Yeah, so that's like kind of a great jumping off point is, if you're looking for fitness, what are you naturally good at and how do you build that? That's a good place to start. You know, so if you're a good runner, maybe you start running again. Or if you are naturally strong, maybe you start on a weight program, kind of playing to your strengths. Yeah. And I think that makes it easy to, you know, I, I think for a lot of guys that they don't have a base of fitness already. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably in that group. Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably listening to this specific episode because you're like, oh, where do I start with this? What do I do? Like, what should I do? Like, I've been I in a gym even, in four years. Yeah, like, I Help don't me. even know, right? Like, so 
stop for a moment and think, like, am I, like, a big guy? If the answer is yes, running's probably not for you, right? You're going to tear your knees up. Yeah. If you're like, am I a little guy and I'm fast and I used to run cross country, running might be for you. Yep. Um, if you're just like, well, I'm skinny and I want more muscles, like bodybuilding is probably for you. Yep. Um, but I do think it's, it's important for, you know, a, a litany of reasons. All men should really be lifting weights of some sort. I don't care if you're a runner, a strong man, whatever, like lifting weights of some sort is good for you. Yeah. The, I think the level of the amount of science and how it improves your body is kind of obvious. So starting with lifting weights is a great, uh, jumping off point and getting yourself strong and physically fit. Yeah, and I think it's interesting, right? Like, uh, you know, we, we know some guys who are very anti-weight, um, weightlifting. And some of that's because, you know, they tried it, they got injured, and it didn't quite work out um, <laughs> for them in the way they had, they had hoped. But, you know, there's a lot of different ways to lift weights, right? Like, just like there's a lot of different ways to run. Yeah. You know, Usain Bolt isn't going to go win the New York Marathon. Nope. You know, because he's a, a sprinter. You know, a medium distance runner isn't going to win a sprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, a marathoner is not going to win a medium distance run. You know, just like the, there, there's all sorts of levels and types of, of weightlifting and fitness and running. And really, you just got to find the one that's going to work best for you. That honestly, you can see yourself sticking with in the long term. Yeah, it's kind of playing to that. A couple of years ago, I was mostly focused on like strength tra- training. But I, my body started getting tore up. So what I kind of switched to is more like a higher volume type of weightlifting, which has allowed me to gain on weight and gain strength in the process. But my body isn't as tore up as it used to be because I have a bad back, things like that. So I think it's important for you to continue to, when you start getting into fitness and strength, strength training or weight training, you find a program that works best for you. So being relentless and finding something that is better for you. Yeah, and that's not to say um, that you're gonna enjoy it, right? Like, oh, yeah. If you're no, some days it sucks. Yeah, and if you're if you're starting out, like let's just get this out of the way right now. It's gonna fucking suck for about months to two months. Yeah, if like if not longer, right? Yeah. Like, but um, like you're gonna be sore. You're gonna be tired. You're gonna every day you go into the gym. You're gonna be like, oh my god, oh. You're not going to see results, right? Like, yeah, you're not going to see results. Like get this fucking 30, 90 day, you know, transformation out of your head. Yeah. It's bullshit. It doesn't happen. I tell everybody you're two years away from the body you want. Yeah. Always like two years from now, I'm still two years away from the body I want. And that keeps you on that uh, mindset of continually trying to improve yourself, never being satisfied. Because I think a lot of people, when they get into fitness, they're like, for example, I want to bench press 250 pounds. And once I do that, I'm happy. So then they get there and they stop. And the next thing you know, two months later, they're, they can't even lift 195 pounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and for a lot of guys, you know, who are in that realm of, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to lift weights or or run or whatever so that I can lose weight. Don't set a weight goal necessarily. Um, Take your time. And just be a part of the process. Like, enjoy the process of fitness. You know, enjoy the process of eating healthy, of going to the gym. You know, because after that that sort of three-month mark, for sure, maybe earlier for some people, 
you start to get those endorphin rushes. You start to get that need to yeah, the images. Yeah, I have you know, to get it. Yeah. I have to get this in. You know, and it's the same thing with running, I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> so we've been told the runner's high, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'll ever get to three months of, of running, uh, you know, steady state distance stuff. No. Man. I think somebody who told a friend of mine was like, oh, you get the runner's high after you've run like five miles. I'm like, I've run five more than five miles like twice in my entire life. So I <laughs> I will never get the runner's high. Don't want to run that far. Right. I'm like, uh, so I have to go run for an hour to get a runner's <laughs> high? Like like an hour if I'm lucky? <laughs> yeah. Like at this point. That's moving. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Like five miles in an hour. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, that's. I'm going to be walking some of that. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a process. You got to enjoy the process and eventually the process will pay off, but it's going to take time. Right. So don't be focused on the scale, you know, take measurements, track yeah. your progress mm-hmm. with it. You'll probably see the measurements change before you see the weight change, to yeah. be honest with you. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of, you know, before pictures, like take pictures and compare them mm-hmm. to each other because, when you're looking at yourself in the mirror every day, it's really, really hard to yep. see a difference, right? I've been at this, you know, committed to fitness and lifting for four years now, and I still look in the mirror sometimes, and I'm like, you're a fat kid, <laughs> right? Like, I still have that fat boy mentality. Yeah. And I've lost, you know, I've lost 120 plus, I don't even freaking know, pounds, mm-hmm. probably closer to 150 pounds of fat when you factor in fat loss and muscle gain. Mm-hmm. Um but I still I look in the mirror and I'm like, you're a fat kid. You're so fat. Why are you so fat, Adam? Um, so take your time and just trust the process. You'll get there whether you're putting on muscle, yeah. taking trying to, to lose fat or, you know, improve your runtime, whatever it is. Yeah. Trust the process. Find a process that is proven to work and trust it, right? Give it time. Yeah. So, you know, I think that kind of leads to, you know, why is this important? for men you know why is fitness such an important thing for men um what are your thoughts alex well i think it really boils down to just biological evolution why are men big and strong to protect their their people their wives their kids their tribe so i think at the very basis of this is if you're physically strong you stand a better chance to protect your people your tribe yeah you know i mean i think that when you look at things on an evolutionary level on a like, hey, I'm a caveman wandering around. Yeah. You know, the, the cavemen that were physically fit, you know, defended their their family and their tribe better. You know, they were able to fend off other cavemen and attackers. They were able to fend off animals that were trying to kill them. They could hunt better. Yeah. And, you know, so that goes from protection then into, like, providing, right? Like, mm-hmm. and that's always been something up until industrial society, um, if you weren't fit, you were probably going to die. Absolutely. You know, like you weren't going to be able to protect. You weren't going to be able to provide. Even if you were a farmer in the 1800s, like you had to be fit. Yeah. Because that grain ain't going to whatever it's called when they collect it. <laughs> harvest itself. Like, harvest. There you go. Harvest. So like, for example, you were, you were leaner and more fit because you had to do and work harder. So I think that, uh, I kind of lost my train of thought, (laughs) (laughs) you know, well, you know, they had to put in work to, to survive, right? Like survival took effort. 
And if you didn't put in the effort, you were going to die. Plain and simple, right? Like, if you didn't put in the effort to farm, you're going to die. If you didn't put in the effort to hunt, you were going to die. If you weren't fit, you were going to have to put in more effort, which required more energy, mm-hmm. which meant less output, mm-hmm. you know, or, or less productivity. And so it, it's literally just a, a natural evolution thing, right? Like, you, you look around, you don't see um, fat gorillas, yeah. You don't see fat lions. Or 200 years ago, people weren't fat. The average person wasn't fat. Any Anybody that was overweight generally was somebody that came from wealth. They didn't have to work to get what they needed. Yeah, and that's interesting, right? Because even, like, you know, most of our, our listeners, are they're probably Western, mm-hmm. um, you know, European or, or American. And they're rich. They might not think they're rich, right? Oh, but like, you're fucking Africa. Yeah. You're fucking rich, dude. Yeah. No, the United States, <clears throat> we have the problem where literally the poor people are the fattest people in the United States. If that doesn't explain the abundance of food and resources we have here, I don't know what else does. Right? Like everywhere else in the world, if you're poor, you're skinny and starving. Yes. Like you're literally worried about where your next meal comes from. In the Western civilization, if you're poor... You're at, you have a much higher rate of obesity mm-hmm. and that's freaking ridiculous. But that's a whole nother aspect of, <laughs> yes, of fitness, yes. right? Like nutrition, like, and we could talk, we could spend and we will an entire podcast talking about nutrition and then some, yeah. Yeah. Right. Like how to eat, what to eat. Um, and, and that in and of itself is, is worthy of a whole podcast, you know, because there's so much that goes into that and that's a critical part of that nutri- of of that fitness yeah. is what you're eating. They're ma- um, it's a marriage, your food and your workout put, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think for, for most of you guys out there that are just trying to get started, let's just keep it simple for you, right? Like, stop buying things that are boxed or canned or already prepared. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want pizza, make it yourself. Yep. Stop you, going through that drive through lane. Yeah. And just generally try to eat things that we all know are clean and wholesome Mm -hmm. eat plain rice and chicken eat vegetables eat fruit you know eat things that are basic and simple and that we like i said all generally agree are um whole foods yeah you know and avoid processed sugars (laughs) yeah you know sugar is the devil yes Um, it is especially today's modern frankenstein sugar which is modified cornstarch you know so High fructose, corn syrup, yeah. acid, and what the hell else they put in the, <laughs> I don't even know. No, they no, find like, new ways to name I it. I literally think they use like sulfuric acid to make I'm sure they do. corn syrup. It's I'm sure they ridiculous. do. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, so like that's the basics of nutrition for you guys out there that are getting started. Um, eat foods that are generally whole foods, you know, mm-hmm. rice, chicken, veggies, cut out bread, um, not even that bread's evil, but like too many people just don't realize how much is in bread. A lot of calories. Yeah. And the basics of the basics of losing weight or gaining weight, right? If you want to lose weight, your calories in need to be less than your calories out. I don't give a fuck what diet you do. Mm-hmm. You can do keto, paleo, Atkins, vegan, whatever. I don't care. If your calories in or less than your calories out, you're going to lose weight. Absolutely. If you want to gain weight calories in need to be more than your calories out so start shoveling food in yeah i think that's a for me personally i tried i've been trying to gain weight but for a good four years i was hitting the weight room hard but not putting on the muscle not putting on the weight 
And I think we were in the car one time driving and you were like, are you tracking your food? And I was like, well, no, but I kind of know what I eat. And then I finally sat down and did the calories. I'm like, I'm like barely maintaining my body weight by the exercise and the amount of food I eat. So by like actually paying attention to what I'm eating and writing it down, I finally have been able to gain like 10, 15 pounds in the last few months because I'm putting more food into my body. Right. You were a skinny little bastard. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. <laughs> Looking a little more swole now. Um, so that's the basics of eating, right? Like, and, and like I said, we'll spend a whole entire podcast breaking down <clears throat> nutrition and macros and how to track and what to track. And we'll go into all that in a, in a future podcast for you guys that really want to geek out yeah. on that. Um, so, you know, we've kind of explained what fitness is, talked a little bit about why it's important. You know, it's, important for you as a man it builds a base it makes you more disciplined it makes you tougher um, i think that's a huge part right like yeah um you know we talked about kind of figuring out what you're what you enjoy or what you're good at and kind of going towards that but i also want to say like if you want to build that toughness find some shit you're not good at mm-hmm. this is why we're going to go run that that 12K, absolutely right yeah. because we we hate running and we suck at it so like now I'm like, okay, I got two months to train for it. Yeah. I'm going to now force myself to run three times a week. It fucking sucks. Yes. I don't want to, but it's going to make me tougher because of it. You know? So maybe if you're a guy out there who's like, well, I don't really like lifting heavy weights. Cool. Don't do it all the time. Yeah. But build the skill there and practice it at least somewhat occasionally. So you're building some of that toughness. You're building some of that discipline and you're adding some strength too, right? Like Mark Ripto, who is a sort of God in the weightlifting community, um, you know, wrote a book called starting strength. This is a guy who knows his barbell mm-hmm. better than <laughs> probably anybody in the world, right? Like understands barbell training at an incredibly high level. And what he says about being strong is, uh, one of my favorite quotes, strong people are harder to kill and generally more useful in life. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. So like building some strength will never ever hurt you. Yeah. Right? So, so, you know, some of these people, some people listening might not have experience or in weightlifting or not, or not be aware where to start. So what would your recommendation be? Just an average guy who's wanting to start getting into some fitness, what some weightlifting, what, what things would you have him do? Yeah, I would definitely say go pick up the book, starting strength. Like okay. I just mentioned by Mark Ripto. Um, it's, very high level on the mechanics and, and a lot of stuff that go into barbell lifting, squats, deadlifts, bench press, overhead press. And even if you're not like a huge geek like me on the science of it, it's very, very useful. It'll give you some base level programs. Um, another good program is Jim Wendler's 531. If you just are looking to get into to barbell lifts and build some strength or some size. Mm-hmm. Look up Jim Wendler's 531. You can go to the show notes and uh, there'll be a, we'll, we'll have some links to all this stuff there. Um, and those are some good starting places for anybody with the barbell. Um, if you want to build that strength or just kind of get into fitness in general and, and weightlifting. I don't really have any uh, tips for, for running. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I uh, don't, we're a little weak on that part. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, you know, one of the programs I've seen before in the past that I, I've actually know has helped a lot of people is the uh, Couch to 5K program. Oh, yeah. Um, so once again, we'll link that. And that's kind of a, a good little uh, a thing to get you running three to four times a week and, and build up your ability there. 
I, I really though want to stress like if you are overweight, do not start running. Yeah, you'll so many people that's where they start. They start running and then two months later they're off the wagon and they're they've gained thirty pounds because of various ailments that they got while running because they were overweight. Yeah, and like running when you're overweight, running running is like running is a necessary thing. Absolutely. Like if you want to be actually fit, right? Mm-hmm. Like an all around fitness, you know, something the the if you want to be the person that people go, oh yeah, that guy's just generally fit. He can do a lot of different things. Like running is essential. Yeah. It's a basic human movement. But if you're overweight, you're going to tear up your joints. You're going to fuck your knees up. You're going to get shin splints, a, a lot of things. And the best way to lose weight is to put on muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been scientifically shown that that muscle has a higher metabolic rate when it's resting, obviously, than fat, you know. Muscle burns calories just sitting there. It's that snowball, right? You start getting more and more muscle, and it's easier to burn the, the fat off that you have remaining on your body. Yeah, and it's great, too, right? Like, especially if you're a, a beginner, you get what's called noob gains, right? Like, <laughs> um, And it's awesome because you just you go in, and every time you go into the gym, you're stronger than the last time, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know where I'm at now, where you're at? Like, it takes forever ever to yeah. really feel like oh look i've made progress mm-hmm. in my strength or my size or whatever because like we've been doing it for a long enough mm-hmm. time when you're first new man those gains just come so freaking fast and it's awesome yeah it be, it's kind of like a drug almost it just becomes addicting you want to get yeah. back in there and see how strong you can get yeah. and, it, and it took you know on that note it took me a long time um to kind of get over that mentality of, oh, why am I not stronger than my last session, mm-hmm. right? Like, well, you know, because you're not a newbie anymore, yeah, yeah. right? Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I, for me, it was, yeah, I'm, I was on a caloric deficit, and, you know, I still am, and, and trying to lose a little bit more weight, but it's like you can't be on a caloric deficit and put on strength unless you're using steroids, <laughs> which is a whole other topic. Yeah, right? that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you're new to it, like, man, go in there take full advantage of those new gains, put some weight on the bell barbell and, and just, you know, blast through some, some PRs and, and get better at stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think there's uh, other things to do too. I'm, I'm, I'm not anti trainer. Um, if the trainer's good. Yeah. I think that's the key because so many times you watch somebody. So I go, I go to been to a couple gyms and you see the trainer almost implementing the same program to everybody who one person might be 30 pounds overweight, the other person might be skinny, the other person might be 60 years old or whatever, and they're doing the same program for all all three of his different types of clients, and it's just insane. But then you do find the good trainers out there yeah. too. And I, and I think one of the keys to know whether somebody's a good trainer is if they sit down in the first session and talk to you about nutrition. Yeah. Because any good trainer, well, A, they're going to you know find out your goals. And then they're going to talk to you about nutrition because any good trainer will understand that, okay, nutrition plays like 80% of a role in your fitness. So if you do go to a trainer and they don't, A, find out what your goals are and they just tell you, okay, well, this is, this is, you know, my training plan for you without (laughs) talking to you about it. Run away. (laughs) Yeah. Like, do you want to lose weight? Do you want to gain weight? Do you want to get faster, stronger, whatever? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they suck. <laughs> and they're just putting you on a templated program they downloaded somewhere that they're using for everybody. Like you said, the 60-year-old, yeah. the 20-year-old, the 35-year-old mom. So run away from that. And if they don't talk to you about nutrition, they don't really give a fuck about your fitness. Yeah, they're um, just 
collecting a check. Yeah, they're just there collecting a check. Beyond that, you know, what are they having you do? Are, are they are they tempering your expectations? Right, a lot of trainers, I see them, and their goal in the thirty to forty five minutes they have a client is to just make that client sweat. Yeah. It's all and, cardio stuff. Yeah, so they put them through these stupid calisthenic movements with light weights and just get people's heart rate up so that people leave feeling like they got something out of it. Because if you've never been into fitness before, you feel like that was a workout. The first couple of times, you, like the first time you actually get a good weight session in, sometimes you leave and you won't feel terrible. But then the next morning you wake up and you feel what you did to your body. But yeah. you, you're not necessarily pouring sweat, you know? And, and at this point, like I can tell you at this point in my fitness journey, like I, I don't always leave the gym feeling like, man, that was a great workout. No, because right? like, you start building, a, you have a big base of, yeah. of muscle. You know, I'm not out of breath every time I, I go lift weights or I'm not sweating through my shirt, right? Like that's not a measure of how, whether or not the workout did any good, yeah. right? The only way to know whether that workout is doing you good is to track your progress. Yeah. Right, like write I, it down. Yeah, write it down. I have a uh, just a leather-bound journal that I bought that I've been writing in for the past year. Prior to that, I was using apps, but I just use an I just use an Excel spreadsheet and print it off, and I write it. I do six weeks. I write it. I I file it away, and then I print off another one with with a new program. Yeah, and it, it's great, right? Like I literally the other day I flipped through my book. It's been a year of writing down in this book, so I flip back to. Um, I started writing it down like at the start of last February and I, I flipped back to that and I was looking through the pages and going, Oh man, like I, I really have made progress like, yeah. in strength this year. Um, I, I didn't feel like it mm-hmm. really through most of the year. I felt like I've just been stagnant, but you know, I'm looking at the numbers that I was doing last February compared to what I'm doing now. And I'm like, Oh, you have put on muscle. You have changed your body composition. Even if the scale hasn't necessarily shown that. Yeah. Cause strength is like, uh, it's chipping away at a rock, right? Every day you're taking a little chunk out. If you look at it in a week, you can look like it's going to look like you didn't do any work. But if you give yourself a year, two years, you're chipping away a lot of material away from that rock. You're adding a lot of strength to your body, and uh, that's the best way to measure your strength is writing it down. Yeah. So, so track that progress, right? Like yeah. it's important with the nutrition. It's important with your fitness and your workouts and what you're doing. Um, and I'm definitely like I'm not opposed to you know finding some sort of um, pre-made template and program. I think especially when you're starting That's, that's out. how I started. Yeah. I just did the Arnold workout. Like you just type in Arnold's workout and it's like on muscle or something. And it's, it was a great beginner program. I couldn't do half the stuff of it because it was, it's actually a lot of work, you know? Um, and if you don't have that base, it's really hard to get going, but it's a great place to start. Just find somebody in the fitness world that you like and I guarantee you can find their program somewhere. Yeah. And like I said, we'll, I'll, I'll put some links in there. You know, there's a lot of different programs that, I've used over the years that I really enjoy that I think are good. Um, you know, one of them is uh, the Mountain Athlete Gym, uh, a guy named Rob Shaw out in, out in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, trains a lot of top um, military and mountain sports athletes. So it's it's a great program. So if you're a military first responder, law enforcement officer, anything in that sort of tactical field, great, great programs there. Um, but they're also great for just your average people, right? Mm-hmm. Like. They've got a whole bunch of movements they have you do. They've got movement libraries. You can do um, subscriptions. And they're not the only place that does that, right? They're, I could probably name 30 freaking places off the top of my head yeah. that do that. So um, find something like that to where 
you don't have to think about what you're doing. That's another key component, right? In, mm-hmm. in how to how to be fit and, and how to do this. Take your decision making process out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Because if you're sitting there constantly trying to think, oh, what am I gonna do today? Do I wanna do this? Do I wanna do that? You're gonna make excuses. Yep. Or are you gonna skip the shit you don't like? Yeah, I did that for two years. So like just in the last three years, I've started tracking my progress and actually working programs before that. I was going to the gym four times a week, but I was just, you know, I wanna do this today. And there was no progress being made because I would be like, oh, well, I'm just gonna do two sets of this today. Or, I probably should do two, 10 reps of this, but I'm just going to do six because I'm, I didn't eat lunch and I don't have the energy for it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just a great way to set yourself up for failure by not having a plan, a program. Yeah. You know, I, I think it just puts you in that situation and you, and you all see it like with the, the gym bros or whatever, where they're like, Oh, today's leg day. I'll just do chest instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, shoulders feel like they're they're feeling a little flat, yeah. so I'm gonna go ahead and do some military press. No we, big deal. We gotta hit. Uh, we 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 don't really have time for leg day today, so uh, we're just gonna do something else. <laughs> um, and that's what's gonna happen. Literally, if you don't have, if you take, if you let yourself make decisions about your fitness, you're gonna make wrong the bad decisions. Right. Yeah. So, find something like that you can stick to that's pre-written that takes your decision-making process out of it and go with it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, a lot of people give it shit. I'm a huge fan of CrossFit. Mm -hmm. I've done it myself for, you know, periods of time. Um, And I think it's a, it's really a great modality for fitness if you're a beginner because you go into classes for an hour, you know, anywhere from three to five to six times a week. You have a coach who can walk you through the movements, who can help you. Mm Mm-hmm. And who can help you scale the movements to your level, right? Yeah, like, that's a big one right there, right? Yeah, like maybe you can't do pull-ups. You know, it was like three years before I could freaking do pull-ups. Yeah, pull-ups are hard. Um, <laughs> really hard. Yeah. They are. So, you know, pull-ups are a part of CrossFit, but they have scales for people who can't do pull-ups. You can do ring rows. You can do jumping pull-ups. There's different things you can do so you can um, take the movements to your level and still get some improvement out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a great way to sort of build community. Now, there's a lot of knocks against CrossFit about, you know, oh, let's use bad form and do it faster. Um, if you go find good coaches and you find a good gym, they're not going to let that They're going to stop you. Yeah. yeah. They're going to correct your movements. They're going to make sure you're doing it correctly. And, you know, don't be afraid to do some fucking research, people. Yeah. That's like, I mean, it's in you, the power of your fingertips now. Facebook, Instagram, there's just so much stuff out there. You, you can find who's legit and who's not pretty quickly. Yeah, and this this is always something that kind of fascinates me about people in general is they go, well, I don't really know how to X, Y, Z. Google. Yeah, like, <laughs> did you type that shit into Google? Right? Like, yeah, there's so much information. Yeah, and, you know, it's obviously you got to be aware of confirmation bias of like, oh, well, let me type that into Google and then go six pages deep to find the one thing that says that what I, I already want. thought. Yeah. Um, but like the information is there. If you're like, oh, you know, this program tells me I need to deadlift. I've never deadlifted before. How do I do that? Yeah. YouTube, Google. Yeah, it's Google amazing. It and go to that's, YouTube. I, that's how I improved my deadlift a ton was just YouTubing some some different uh, techniques and tips because my cadence was all off. And yeah. it, it improved greatly. Yeah. And, it's, and that's not to, you know, take anything away from coaches and no. hiring somebody to teach you. 
right? Like, that's all good and great if they know what they're talking about. But, like, I think the vast majority of people could just help themselves out a lot if they just spent some time doing a little bit of research on the topic. Yep. Right? So, that's what we have to say about fitness, right? You know, we, we talked about what it is, why it's important, and how to do it. If you've got questions for us, you know, go ahead and hit us up on uh, Instagram, at uh, Centurion Men for the podcast and the Centurion Men Club. And uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and get back to you uh, with answers there. You can also hit us on the website, centurionman.cc, and uh, we'll be able to uh, answer any questions you have there as well. So this has been the Centurion Man podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Alex. Live dangerously. Live dangerously.